Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere. Even at thirty thousand feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus. Welcome to the spoken edition of Wired. Tech still doesn't get diversity. Here's how to fix it. By Michael Connor. Last month, in response to news of President Donald Trump's controversial executive orders, Apple CEO Tim Cook stated that his company, whose founder Steve Jobs was the son of a Syrian immigrant, would not exist if the U.S. didn't have sound immigration policies. While Apple and other American tech firms should be applauded for joining the legal fight against the executive order and making statements such as diversity makes us stronger, they should also use this moment as an opportunity for some much-needed self-reflection on a troubling reality. The American tech industry remains a bastion of white male privilege. Even a cursory look at voluntary disclosures to the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission by American tech firms reveals huge racial disparities in the tech workforce compared to the private sector overall. When my organization, Open Mike, reviewed data from some of the biggest tech firms, we saw a consistent pattern overwhelming disproportionate percentages of white employees. Adobe's workforce is 69% white, and Apple's 56%. Google? 59%, Microsoft, 58%, and the list goes on. Black people, Latinos, and Native Americans are underrepresented in tech by 16 to 18 percentage points compared with their presence in the U.S. labor force overall. Tech companies and investors should be concerned. Evidence strongly suggests that a racially diverse tech sector could translate into stronger financial performance. A McKinsey report showed a linear relationship between racial and ethnic diversity and a company's financial performance. For every 10% increase in racial and ethnic diversity on the senior executive team, the report stated, earnings before interest and taxes, or EBIT, rise 0.8%. What's more, companies in the top quartile in terms of racial diversity are 35% more likely to have higher financial returns than the national median in their industry. In fact, one study by Intel and Dalberg found that the tech industry could generate an additional 300 to $370 billion each year if the racial-ethnic diversity of tech companies' workforces reflected that of the talent pool. Despite this, tech companies' efforts to address the issue, which are by no means new, have yet to result in significant change, according to our research. The industry's fallback position has been to make investments intended to diversify the talent pipeline. 
However, research shows the pipeline isn't the only problem. Case in point, black people and Latinos earn nearly 18% of computer science degrees, but hold barely 5% of tech jobs. Meanwhile, there is no justification for the lack of diversity in the many non-technical roles – lawyers, PR staff, marketing, etc. – that are required to keep a tech company alive and well. The problem is evident not only when it comes to hiring, but also retention. People of colour who enter the tech industry leave the field at more than 3.5 times the rate of white men. We begin to see that the tech industry must confront a larger problem of systemic racial bias. People of colour report isolation, discrimination and toxic work environments. They're promoted and paid less than their white counterparts, and they're excluded from executive-level positions. In fact, fewer than 1% of Silicon Valley executives and managers are black, according to the EEOC. When you stop to consider how embedded technology is in our daily lives, it's easy to see why people like Reverend Jesse Jackson and even the EEOC have expressed concerns that the lack of diversity in the tech industry may have broader impacts, such as the rising levels of inequality in the Bay Area. In order to hold tech companies accountable to making change, we need a more comprehensive set of metrics to track and measure the problems. That begins with shareholders demanding more detailed disclosures that include data aggregated by both gender and race on topics like candidate pools and hiring pipelines. As tech leaders from Ellen Powell's Project Include and elsewhere have made clear, we also need more information on hiring and promotion rates, as well as voluntary and involuntary attrition rates. Beyond numbers, companies and their boards of directors also need to advance policies that have already proven successful – like developing and publicly disclosing time-bound goals for increasing racial diversity and linking executive pay to the achievement of those goals. After publicly setting diversity goals in 2015, Pinterest, for example, boosted hiring rates of underrepresented people of colour by 8 percentage points for technical roles and 5 percentage points for non-technical roles. Since then, both Microsoft and Pandora have also taken similar steps to increase their own diversity. In addition, it's critical that companies engage white employees, especially executives, in ensuring that the responsibility to increase racial diversity falls on those who currently hold the most power and influence, rather than on the tech professionals of colour who are most directly affected. And finally, more transparent and more thorough annual reporting on the status of the workforce, as well as on the status of diversity initiatives, will help ensure accountability. Absent these changes, the tech industry will continue to perpetuate existing forms of racial bias and discrimination, which pose legal, financial and reputational risks that will persist until the industry's policies align with its rhetoric. Now would be as good a time as ever to recommit to tackling the problem, which would send a message to the whole country that diversity is not only good for business, but also worth fighting for. How did you like that last episode? Is there anything we can do to make it better? I'm Raul, and I'm part of the team that brings this spoken edition to you. Help us improve it by sending me your feedback via email to raul at spokenedition.com. Your opinion is very important to us, and we'd love to hear from you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.